Well, hello. Welcome to Midlife State of Mind, the show for that middle section of your life, the one that comes after you've raised yourself, your kids, and the rim on your rose-colored glasses. I'm your host, Erin Beadle. And I'm your host, Alicia Jessness, and we're so excited for you to join us as we talk about all the weird and wonderful ways things change as you navigate midlife, the state of mind, that is. Here we are. First episode. First episode. For anyone who has never reported recorded a podcast, um, they won't even have any idea what, what has gone into this. Listen, there are so many wires. It's so many wires. It's so many cables. It's so many buttons. <laughs> and, and if you have like a um, OCD, um, anal retentive brain... It's oh. not your friend. It's a hot mess. It's yeah. a hot mess. So speaking of hot messes, how how are we, this is our first episode, how are we still alive? We grew up in the 80s. I have no idea. Literally, I should not be here. We not Nobody should be here. Like we're, that's, look, we are in our, you know, in that midlife state of our lives, midlife state of mind. And, and so, uh, you know, we, we realize most of you out there are, are, are probably going to be in that midlife state too. So you grew up in the eighties, you know how it is. I mean, days before, um, seat belts in cars, car seats. <laughs> like I think my mom brought me home from the hospital on her lap. Oh yeah. Like yeah. now your, your baby has to like go through a five point, Safety check, um, like Harness. yeah, and like, they they come out and check it. Like oh, before yeah. you leave the hospital, it has to be inspected and approved. Yes, 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 it's crazy. I mean, I remember um, riding around in the back of a truck, like just oh, wide open. You, your parents would go to jail. <laughs> to jail straight do not pass go do not collect two hundred dollars um go straight to jail yes um I don't know that I ever rode in the back of a pickup truck but I did ride on the hump of a back seat oh for sure and what about what about the back um the back like cargo area of a station wagon oh yeah no well when we traveled we had a Ford Nova growing up. My yep. dad would place the suitcases on the back seat. Then us girls would put our heads in the back window, and then our feet would be going towards our parents. He'd lay sleeping bags down. That's how we traveled. So we were just missiles. So you'd sit on the, you'd sit we, on the suitcases. We had a Nova, too. What color was yours? Ours was like sky blue. Ours was silver uh, yeah. with maroon interior, <laughs> oh, fancy. What was the color of the interior? I think I'm... I think it was navy blue. Oh, yeah. you had a fancy. We had like I think my dad got the sale model. It was or, not fancy. It was <laughs> well, not, not fancy. Ford Nova's aren't. Yeah. But I mean, all I think about is like if my dad had made a hard stop, our little feet would have been like going right through the windshield. We would have taken off our parents' head. Whoever was in the middle, which was me, because I'm the middle girl. Yeah. I would have been had an unobstructed um, like <laughs> just, just passage missile. right out the front window. Straight out the front window, and and like we we literally used to ride in the back of the truck, and we didn't sit down in the bed. Right. We would sit on the wheel well, so oh, like of you hit a bump because that way you could go pop right out when you hit a bump. That's right. Yeah. Like oh, Alicia fell out. Let's go back and get her. I, I mean, it was a real thing. I look, I never fell out, but I'm not saying I don't know people who did. So <laughs> we won't talk about those. People. I mean, I don't remember any head injuries but it was possible and then we wrote like we rode our bikes everywhere 
everywhere dirt roads no helmets no helmets to the middle of nowhere into into the woods mm-hmm. literally literally into the woods we could have been like I'll, so we both know this about each other but our listeners don't like our favorite podcasts are you know murder podcasts it's like true crime true crime and like I, I hear these stories and I just think well, Especially the ones where it's like in the 70s and 80s where and the people went, dis- to, yes. Yeah, they're still trying to solve Missing, these disappeared, yeah. never been found. I'm like, okay, I can remember as a 13-year-old girl sleeping, like telling my parents I was spending the night with my friend, My <laughs> not, was, like there was, was three yeah. of us. And because then we just weren't able to spend the night with her, but we wanted to go out. We didn't want to have to be in, you know, my curfew was much earlier. Right. And we slept in the um, pool area at a, an apartment complex, like, just you know, just on the random. Just I don't even at- know anybody that lived in that apartment complex. Oh, so it wasn't, none of you lived there. You just- no, 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 no. We didn't live there. No, honey. Just we into- just like... <laughs> You know, like, oh, we're tired. Where are we going to sleep? Oh, wait, you know what? They have lounge chairs. And so we both grew up, well, I grew up in Savannah. It's temperate climate. Yeah. It's warm year round. Yeah. And so like in December, you could sleep outside yeah. most nights. Um, yeah, that's why I moved to Savannah because I came to visit uh, my friend here and we went boating in December. And I was like, oh, wait, you can, you can be outside in the winter months and right but did you death. not visit her in july no i didn't and you know what happened is that was um i don't know about 18 and a half years ago and somehow i just i don't know the city charmed me i ended up staying there and now i absolutely loathe the summers the, it's like you walk outside and it's like you're walking in jello the humidity it's a sauna it's crazy yeah that's it's the crazy. south and yeah, no, I was going to say, like, if you're going to, it's like kind of if you're going to move to Minneapolis, don't go in the summer and visit and make that decision. Go in, like, January well, when it's gray and listen, 10 feet of snow on the ground. I was making decision flying flying by the, or decisions flying by the seat of my pants back then. I really did not think it through. And actually, the thing is, is I moved here and thought it was going to be temporary. And then... Mm-hmm. Or move there because we're not in Savannah. We're well, in we're just going to say Cobb County anyway. Wherever. But yeah, so <laughs> Georgia. Moved, we're, yeah, I moved to Georgia thinking it was going to be very temporary. And I always sort of envisioned living in the Pacific Northwest somewhere and just haven't made it out there. And now my son's lived his whole life in Savannah. And I think about like the way that I raised him and the things that we used to do when we were kids. And it's just, it's bananas. Like what you were talking about. I can't tell you the amount of times I would tell my mother, hey, we're spending the night at Stephanie Nanny's house. And then we would, like we got dropped off one time at this teen club because you remember back in the day they oh, used yes, to have teen yes. nights monday nights yeah or uh, sunday nights sunday. they'd always be like on a night that like the drinkers would be recovering yeah or something <laughs> so it and and it wasn't like sometimes they would have them at actual nightclubs but most of the time it was just like an empty space and like, like a, a strip center. mall oh. or a strip mall Our, yeah. ours was in there was a piggly wiggly and then a godfather's pizza and so there was just like an empty space and they would just open it up so I think maybe, maybe a church was having meetings there. I can't remember, but they would have these teen nights. And so we would get dropped off by whoever's mom. And then, of course, you know, we would have older kids come pick us up and we would go do things that we shouldn't have been doing. And Well, we determined last night that we both have vomited in a Godfather's Pizza bathroom as a, like 
early teenage years, right. which I mean, is not something that we're proud of now. Not at all, but when <laughs> it happened and who, who knew we were. And now I think about it though. What I think about is that poor person that worked there that right. had to clean it up and I didn't think about it back then. Right. Oh but like God. now I'm like, oh, I would be killing that little person that did that. If we I would, we would think they were such just, yeah, it, we, it's no. And, and the way that I would, <laughs> freak out or discipline my child if I found out he was doing something like that but our parents were so hands-off I mean not that they weren't involved or didn't care it was just such a different time like I just remember one specific time walking to my boyfriend's house like my mom would call because I would stay home alone or then when I was younger I would stay with a neighbor but then as I got older I would stay home alone Um, you know, I was a latchkey kid. I would go home in the afternoon. I had my key to the house and I would, you know, just hang out and do my homework and I was by myself, but nobody was there. And I remember once during the summer, checking in with mom at like eight o'clock in the morning. How are you doing? Everything's great. Okay. I'm at work. Call me if you need me. And, but there was no cell phones. I remember getting off the phone with her and getting dressed and walking like seven miles to go see my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And no, nobody stopped. To say, why is this little girl walking on the road? Right. Yeah, no. no, Because it wasn't unusual. You'd see just like a gaggle of kids just hanging out, walking wherever. Like, I mean. Well, I read an interesting statistic, actually. Um, And granted, it said in 1971, 80% of third graders walked to school alone. 80%. But by 1990, which is like coming up on like why then we were like I was 20 in 1990. So I was in high school. I was uh, 90. I would have been a freshman. So I was a freshman. So 14, 15. Well, guess guess what percentage in 1990 walked to school? Third graders. How many? 9%. Okay. What was the first one? 80%. Okay. So we've got a 70% decrease yes. in parents. I mean, is it like, what, what do you think changed? Well, I did some research because I am the research queen. You um, are. <laughs> And it actually in um, in the Reagan era, there yeah. became a really big panic about the dangers in childhood, and that's when all of this um, like stranger abduction, stranger danger, yes. stranger danger, yes, yeah. and um, stand back, Jack. Um, and you put your hand out. That's right. That's um, right. And then that was also satanic panic. That's, it was satanic. I remember that. Remember if you could play the record backwards and it would like, um, yeah, supposedly then, it was like, um, it was satanic. Yeah, yeah. That's what people said. Yeah. And, and it was, I mean, everybody thought that even if your family didn't go to church, it was still satanic. Panic. Oh, like, totally. Oh, no, it took a hold. Everyone was a, you know, devil worshiping, you know, yeah. like making, um, human sacrifices yeah, it was crazy and, like and yeah, none of that yeah. was happening people were just no it wasn't happening no. backwards. but I walked to school um I can remember we moved to Savannah and mm-hmm. when I was in first grade and we lived in an apartment complex I would say I think at one point that um I measured it as an adult and it was like three miles that my sisters and I would walk to and from school because we had one car. I mean, of course, you think about your child, our childhood. Right. Now it's like you have five cars. Right. Everybody. Everybody has, has a car. car who even has? If they're not driving. They're yes. Project cars. Everybody has a car. But no, we all, we had one. For a lot of years, we had one car. But then, I mean, what? No, we we pretty much always had two cars. Did you? So we only ever had one. I'm. 
a little bit older than you. So in the 70s. But it seems like one of them was always broken down. Well, we always had one without a window that had plastic over it. But that's a whole nother story. (laughs) So you walked three miles to school. Yeah, we walked to and from school. I mean, and, and it wasn't uphill both ways in the snow because this is savannah that we're talking about so i mean of course there's no snow there but three miles is still i mean that's kind of a trek it's a long i mean i can remember as a little girl being like oh my gosh like this is so like knowing you know but isn't it and we had to cross a creek so wait hold on so um to get so to to not have to go the long way if we wanted to go the short way it was a creek and um and you know the big like sewer metal yeah. poles, yes, I mean, I metal do. Um, tubes. Did you pipes? used to climb in those? No, we no 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 no. It was like you had to walk on top of it, like balance, oh, yeah. like um, tightrope style. No, I, I get what you're saying, but did you ever yeah. climb in those when you were a kid? Just talking about all the things oh, we did that oh, we shouldn't do. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, ha- so you basically had to tight rock, tight tight rope walk. walk. Yes. Yeah, across. Hold your backpack, right. you know, and then like pray to God it wasn't raining, so it would be slippery. Yes. If it, well, if it was slippery, <laughs> we absolutely went the long way because it yeah. just would have been too. But did you did you walk in the rain? If it rained, did you walk? Yes. Did you? We didn't have a car. My mom okay. didn't have a car. I think okay. we had an umbrella. If it's raining, take an umbrella, or you got wet. Right. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So I, I never... and we were never accosted by like. I don't ever. Okay, so that's. Well, my little sister was flashed by a man one time walking to our friend's house alone. She was seven. And he said, have you ever seen one of these? He said, hey, called her over to the car. Have you ever seen one of these? She goes, yes, my brother has one. Oh, nice. That was, no, great comeback, though. How old was she? Seven. Okay, so at seven, she knew, like, I don't want to touch that. I don't yeah. want to see that. That's not for me. Yeah. Get Put it away. And yeah. yes, I've seen one. Thank you very much. Yeah, my brother. My brother has one yeah. of those. So, okay, so I didn't walk three miles, but when in first grade, we lived just a few blocks from, or I, I don't even think it was a few blocks. I think it was like one whole block. Maybe we went through a four-way stop. Um, from. So I went to... Um, Immunist Road Elementary, or Immunist Elementary. We lived on Immunist Road. And um, so I walked home to my grandparents' house. This was first grade only, because second grade we moved to Tennessee. But it wasn't very far. But I did get approached. So my my cousin Curtis also went to this school um, for for a short time. And he, so we walked home together. Actually, no, it was the neighbor. My grandfather had talked to one of the neighbor's kids about walking home with me, so I wasn't walking home by myself because, you know, I'm a little girl. I'm six. I'm in first grade. That's just bananas. And so one of the neighbor's kids would walk home with me. And I do remember exactly like what you would see in the movies, a white van pulled up, and they weren't offering us candy, but the guy said he had some puppies in the van. Ah. And so, so he was trying to get us in the van with puppies, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to see the puppies," even though I knew about the stranger danger, and we had been through all of those things in school. And the the neighbor kid was like, "No, you don't want to see the puppies," and I was like, "But I do want to see the puppies." Yeah, you're like, "Of course, who <laughs> doesn't want to see puppies?" Puppies. But so, so she knew it was a he. Oh, yeah. he knew. So he knew. He was like, "We're not going anywhere near that van." Um, and then it actually happened again with my cousin. Curtis, when we were a little bit older, we were walking, we weren't walking home from school, but then that guy was like, hey, I have tons of candy, and and then he also, again, was like, no, we don't want that candy, like... (laughs) See, candy would have been a, uh, it would have been hard for me to pass up, because I, we used to walk, um, 
then we ended up moving into a house we rented and we would walk to the store. I'm, do you know where Middle Ground Road is? I do. Okay. Yeah. Busy road. It, it's not. Yeah. It's, yeah. We would walk to the store and, um, and get candy. But like at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday or Saturday night when friends would spend the night. Yeah. You would walk to the store. I mean, I wouldn't even really let my kids walk to the end of the street until they were like. I don't know, 14? Okay, so (laughs) most of DJ's childhood, we lived in a condo. We lived in this little condo development. Um, And and so I would tell him he had to stay on the circle, which was just our street. He couldn't go off the circle, and he'd be like, what? And he would have friends that were kind of walking, you know, back. You know where Kroger is on Johnny Mercer. They would be walking back and forth. So like a middle ground, Johnny Mercer is just – and we. Johnny Mercer might be actually – Worse. Worse. Yeah, especially right there at that Kroger's McDonald's intersection. It's crazy. You guys, bananas. It's crazy. Yes. (laughs) So, but yeah, and I wouldn't let him, you know, uh, go outside the neighborhood. But yet here when we were kids, we would. Oh, I I would leave home in the morning and then we would come back. Our, at supper time our our rule was you you come home when the street lights come on yeah. like that's so which was you know dark basically so we're just out the whole day the whole night you know we're we're just out roaming around and we would walk i mean sometimes to one two three o'clock in the morning just wander around and then okay so did did your parents did either one of your parents smoke no. Okay. So my dad was a smoker and he would send, He'd send me you to the, the, um, like the Seven Eleven for yeah, cigarettes. He would. And they would sell them to me. And oh, I yeah, was like yeah. 10, 11 years old. I'd be like, oh no, they're for my dad. And, and, like, and oh like, yeah, I know your dad. Why are there picking me up a six pack of beer? Yeah. Like what? And the, the, the cashier. But they would like, give it to like, you. This is for my dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. No. And it they is, would give it to you. It's crazy. I mean, in a way, you know, it was that kind of like free range parenting. Um, it was totally free range. There was no term for it, but that's exactly no, what it no. was. Just send them out into the world and hope they don't break anything or cut something deep enough for stitches. That was the rule. But it was like, also, I think back then, if you did something wrong and another adult saw, they would reprimand you. Nowadays, if someone did that, even if you're like, if oh your kid God, was doing a lot imagine? of parents, if you were doing something wrong, they're going to get on to the other parent for reprimanding you. That's right. I never did. I was always like, if you see my kid doing something wrong, hit him upside the head. Same please. here. I would always say treat, treat mine like you treat yours. Yes. I mean, if, if it's something that you would, you know, not, you know, condone, then. And right. also, I also taught my son to respect the rules of the house wherever he was, yes. even if they were different from ours. Um, and you know, and I think that was like the general rule when we were kids is, you know, that whole, that it takes a village Mm -hmm. was very real. I remember my, my mom having this very close knit group of friends, um, uh, that we, we did everything together. It was, um, a lady named Dee and a lady named Kathy and then a lady named Becky. And that was like her like core. Were those her broads? Those were her broads. They were her broads. We were talking about that term earlier. So listen, um, find us on Facebook, you guys, and tell us whether, we're not going to tell you what we said. Tell us whether or not you think that broad, it, it has a negative connotation or not. <laughs> Midlife State of Mind podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And so find us and give us your opinion. Like broad, yeah. is that a is that a negative or a positive um, like term? Would you, would you call a friend a broad? Would you would like too crazy? We're just too crazy old broads or would you would you find that offensive i'm curious to hear what everybody has to say about that
Definitely. Um, so your mom's your mom's friends. So my mom had this really close knit group of friends, and they did everything together. Like, and I think about, I mean, I entertain, and I have like little dinner parties, and I have people over, but. It's usually, I think, in our generation, like, everything is kind of very planned. Like, we don't just have someone over on Tuesdays for tacos or chill. It wasn't like that. But back then, people would, it would be like a Wednesday night, and people would just come hang out. Mom would make chili. Or people would drop by, and you would answer the door now. you would answer the door. If, and, and I do, I love spontaneous company, but I mean, I I have, you do, you hide. I hate it. If you, you're like, like who, oh, everybody who, be quiet. Shh, shh, shh. They're go away. Oh, wait, it's UPS. It's just for, it's from Amazon. Okay. You're like, all right. <laughs> okay. We're in the clear. Right, right, right. I don't mind. I, I'll say hi to the Amazon guy. I do. But, I try to bring him, I try to bring him a, a cold drink. Like a, oh, see, a I never know. My Amazon water. guy comes all different times and it's never the same Amazon person. It's not the same person, but here's the thing is if I'm in my kitchen or even like one spot in my living room, people that I can see when people yeah. come to the front door, cause I have this huge window in the kitchen. So if they're coming up and I'm, I'm going to go get the package anyway, because who knows what it is. Cause I shop late at night after I take my medication and that'll be another conversation. But we'll, we'll cover that in another, yeah, so, in an upcoming episode. So it's like mystery shopping. I go to the door and I'm like, Ooh, what did we get today? Nobody knows. Let's oh, open it. A five pack of blue light glasses. Oh, wait. I, what? Oh, yeah. Let, blue light glasses. Oh, the next day it might be, oh, wait, it's patio. Wait, I ordered patio furniture. What? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a patio? That's going back. <laughs> so <laughs> I do have a patio, but no. So yeah. Um, but we'll, we, I'll go to the door. I'll, I'll, I walk right by the kitchen where the water and I'll t- grab a water and hand it to him. But the thing is though, anybody else, like I will, I will quite actively avoid answering the door if you have not Listen. Like if it wasn't in your calendar at 10 o'clock yeah. on Tuesday, Aaron's coming over. Yeah. Well, no, but here's the thing. If you text me at Kroger and say, I'm, or I'm around the corner. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the Island. Can I swing by or are you home? Then yeah, I'll, I'll like whip it together and you know, maybe wash my face. But see, I'm I think that's also like, right. um, <laughs> if you think about like our moms, like their generation, um, and this is actually going to be a topic of another pod of another episode of our right. podcast. But like, they used to get up and get dressed and put makeup on and fix their hair. They like, did every you know, um, day, even if they weren't doing anything, you know, leave it to Beaver, June yeah. Cleaver. You know, like yeah. put on a dress, pantyhose. My grandmother wore pantyhose every single day of her life. My craziness. Was the same. Yeah. And then when she couldn't put pantyhose up, and when it was too much in her nineties, she went to knee highs. Yeah. So th- it's the same. My, my grandmother would do the same thing. She, so she never worked a day in her life or actually I think she worked like maybe three days at Kane Sloan or something, which was a department store for those of you that <laughs> never heard of younger. it. You've never heard of Kane Sloan? <laughs> no. oh Is it God. like a Dillard's? Uh, yeah. It's like, it was like a Dillard's. A Macy's, um, a JC well, Penney. Okay. So it was more like a Dillard's and service merchandise. Combined. Oh my God. Do you remember service merchandise? I do remember service merchandise. So I used to, when we would go in there, I used to, as a little girl, because we were poor growing up, and I would like, same, think like, same. oh my gosh, when I'm when I'm an adult, I'm going to come to Surface Merchandise and I'm just going to buy stuff. The, I don't even know what I wanted. All Every kid of our generation thought that. Now it's like Sharper in it, Image or like the websites, but like we would walk in. Is Surface Merchandise even around? It's not, okay. so, but now it's Sharper Image. 
Oh, it is. It's, it's sharper It's image. just been rebranded. So, yeah. So, our grandmothers would get up and literally just, they would get fully dressed, put on makeup, hair coiffed. Everything was... Is that how you say that word? Is it how you say that no, word? No, it, it probably is. It coiffed? Coiffed? All right. Weigh in on that one, too. Yeah. Folks. Tell us how you... Tell how, us how you... So, here's the thing about me that you'll learn over time and our listeners will learn over time. If there is a right way to pronounce something and a wrong way, do you want to guess which way I'll pronounce it? What live the wrong way? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. okay. All right. So here, let's. So it, my, I thought it was coughed. Co- is it coughed? No. Is it? Pro- I'm, I told you it's queefed. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I don't right. know how we'll to edit pronounce that out. It. Actually, no, we probably won't. Don't. We probably won't. No. All right. So okay, but what? Okay, weigh in on this word. Q U I S I N E. Q U I S I N E. How do you say that word? Write it down. Sign? Write, write it down. No. Pos- write it down. Q. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never. You guys are losing it. <laughs> Q-U-I-S-I-N-E. How do you say that word? Key sign. No. How do you say it? Cuisine. No. Yes, it's cuisine. What about the C in cuisine? Qu- this Cuisine. Is, isn't that how you spell it? Is that not how you spell no, it? How do you spell that it? You spell cuisine C U I. Isn't that what I said? You said Q. I'm sorry, I meant C. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be yeah. cuisine. Because Q, oh. No, it's C. I said cuisine. Q, I meant C. Okay, but okay. okay. So, but I've met people that say it cuisine. No, it's not cuisine. I don't think it is either. It's cuisine. <laughs> okay, but so you get that. But one it right. could be cuisine spelled with really a Q. Say Q. Oh my god, yeah. and playback. That's You're gonna, gonna make me go laugh so hard. Go back and playback, and you'll be like, I did say Q. I did say Q. I believe you. Because Q U I S I N E. Yeah, I'm like so fixated. I was so fixated on the pronunciation of cuisine of her saying there I have a friend that says cuisine and she'll never hear this ever so well but, um, yeah. don't say never oh no she I'm doesn't teasing. she doesn't do well maybe she will who knows okay well you'll have to tell her you like talked about her no, and we had a debate she... and she says I'm wrong no it's cuisine okay all right yes like lean it's not lean quisine q lean cuisine oh lean cuisine that's what she thinks it is has she not ever heard one of their commercials? I guess not. <laughs> I don't okay, know. no, it's lean cuisine. Because she she got when I was like, no, it's cuisine. Like, don't say that in front of other people. Like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> like it's like um, when that. we were at the gym one time and we heard um, a guy, and we still make fun of it to this day. My husband and I, he said, shushi, sh like sh shushi, shushi. He's gonna try some of that shushi. <laughs> I want some of that salmon shushi. Sal. Sal- he said salmon sushi. Yeah. I want that on t-shirts with pronunciation. <laughs> salmon sushi. Sushi. We're going to change the name of our podcast. Yes. To it's going to be salmon sushi. sushi. <laughs> the salmon sushi show. <laughs> That's not going to be hard to like pronounce at all. Oh yeah. my God. But yeah. it make a great keychain. All, all right. right. So back to how are we not dead? How we alive it is yes it's it's crazy and that's what we want to talk about like this episode we just you know kind of wanted to get you you to to know us and like who we are um but we'll be talking about um you know just all the ways that now that we're in this 
like it's like you we blink. did survive and yeah. here's what life is like now yes. and and so we survived this crazy childhood where all these crazy things happened but guess what midlife is just as crazy <laughs> like yes. you think that as your kids get older things are going to get better and as you kind of come out of like that survival mode part of your life you're just getting the kids fed getting the diapers yes. changed getting them to school getting their lunches packed you know the d- physical needs right. were like it, it was a lot of physical work but yeah. like golly it was so much easier it what if I feel like it's easier and then as your kids get older I say big people big problems little people little problems that's right yeah, yeah. that's right so you think it's going to be easier but then you get to that phase and you realize where we I've realized you've realized that oh my god we're not just sailing in yeah so tell me okay so for our for our readers yeah. <laughs> our listeners whatever you want to call it. if mean, they're they reading the read transcript the tra- yeah yeah but um so you are t- why don't we just talk a little bit about like give a you little tiny brief yeah just don't go on too long but I mean you know. <laughs> so okay so I was born in Jacksonville Florida <clears throat> and I lived in Jacksonville until I was six Um, and when my grandfather passed away, my mother and father decided, or my mother and stepfather, um, but they got married when, uh, when I was two. So he was, he was my dad for the majority of my life. Um, so when, when my grandfather died, they decided they were going to chase a business opportunity. And I, I know some of the details about that, but anyway, the long and short of it is we ended up. Was it Amway? I'm just kidding. They did sell Amway for a while, but that was not what brought them to, to where they were going. Okay. No, it was something else. Um, and I can't remember the name of the company. But anyway, they ended up in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, they had some friends there, Becky and Vernon Williams, who are absolutely family to me. That's my Aunt Becky, my Uncle Vernon. And he actually passed away two years ago um, this month. So, um, so they, they had these friends in Nashville. My dad was a musician. Whatever the original plan was, it did not work out. And, um, and so we ended up in, in Nashville. And so I lived um, in Nashville for 20 years. Okay. So I uh, went to um, school, elementary school, high school there. Um, I did, we did move around a little bit. We moved from Rutherford County, which is where I went to elementary and middle school, to um, Sumner County, which is where I went to high school. So we lived in um, we lived in Smyrna, Murfreesboro, and Laverne. Which okay, is, but all like suburbs. Yeah, which is what makes up uh, Rutherford County. And then we moved to Henderson or um, White House, Tennessee, which is like so. We went. I went from this huge high school in Laverne, brand new high school, all the technology, all the opportunity probably th- I'm going to say 3,000 students to this tiny little um, red, white, and blue redneck part of America called White House, Tennessee, where I think my entire high school maybe had 400 students. So huge culture shock mm-hmm. for me. Um, I, I kind of have city girl blood. And so um, so huge culture shock. I mean, I, I love to ride four wheelers and dig in the dirt too, but... <clears throat> But it was a huge culture shock, but that's where I graduated from high school. And then I went to uh, Volunteer State College. Okay. So right down the street. I did not move far away from home. Um, and then I just did not take a very traditional path. Um, I tried a lot of things. I'm definitely a serial entrepreneur. I've tried a little bit of everything. Um, we... <laughs> 
I traveled as a photographer. I worked as an event promoter. Um, I worked as a venue promoter. And a model for... Uh, well, um, yeah, for Tropic, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different story. But yeah, so um, so I did a little bit of everything. And then um, I had an opportunity to move to Atlanta. Um, and that's where I met my son's father. And listen, let's just say some things don't work out like you plan. And I did but not. But sometimes those are the best gifts. Sometimes those are the best gifts. And I got my son out of the deal. And we... Um, so we just, we did not stay together, and I did not want to stay in Atlanta. I was not a fan. Now, that's where we are today, and that's where Erin lives outside and, of Atlanta. And, uh, and her drive up yesterday was definitely reinforced it, that she'll never live I, in Atlanta it again. It did. It took me six hours to make a four-hour drive yesterday. Let me tell you, I'm not a fan of the traffic in Atlanta. But so I, um, I met... Um, my friend Courtney Rollins, who lived in Savannah, and she had kids. And at that time, she was my only friend that had children. Like uh, the rest of my friend, I had I had my son kind of, I was a little bit older. I was 27 when he was born. But I was running with a crowd that just wasn't getting married and having kids. Like you think by that age, you know, most, that's kind of where people are headed but the people I was hanging out with, it was just mostly an artist, musician type community. Mm-hmm. And they just... Just non-traditional. Just very non-traditional. They weren't doing that. And so I didn't really have a whole lot of friends with children. And then I met Courtney and she had two kids and she was keeping them alive and they seemed to be doing well. And I So you were to, like, maybe I could learn something from her. Uh, yeah. So... so I came to Savannah in December. It was warm. Oh, and you're like, this place is like magical. paradise. I thought it was magical. Yeah. It's like, look at all the artists. Yes. Look at all the hipsters. Like, I think I could make this work. And so I moved here. Um, so that was in December. I moved here in February. DJ was seven months old. That was, um, I'm not doing the math on the years because I'm not good at that. No, wait. So that would have been 2004. Okay. And we've been in Savannah ever since. It was supposed to be like a temporary. Just a. Yeah, figure out what we're going to do next. Stop. Like, let's go here. Yeah. See. Yeah. And okay. then we ended up staying for his whole life. So, um, okay. <laughs> and so he just graduated. He just graduated. He just graduated high school. Um, he is not taking a traditional path. Um, he wants, which we're going to talk about in a future episode. We are going to talk about that in a future episode. We were grooming him for college his entire 12 year, um, you know, traditional school career. career. Yeah. Yeah, And he even started, um, he started dual enrollment at Point University, which is a really small Christian college in Savannah. He started that his junior year, which Mm -hmm. is a little unusual. Most students don't start until their senior year. So Mm -hmm. he has two full years of college credit. And he told me in February of this year, of his senior year, that he thinks he wants to take a break and take a year off. Now, (laughs) I mean... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. in a future, future yeah. episode because I have a son that took a very similar path and um, it's very hard as a parent, um, you know, to like let them find their own path because you're, you know, it's just like, I think we have it we in our parent head. from, and it maybe is the way, it's funny because when I graduated from high school, I was never like encouraged, forced to go like the option of college like college was just like so your parents didn't encourage that no but I went right, right out of high school but I'm like and then I'm the only one of my siblings I have um th- three I have three siblings two sisters an older sister a younger sister and then a younger brother I'm the only one that like went straight through college 
my older sister went, dropped out. My younger sister went, dropped out, got married. And then when she had a couple kids, then she went back to school. My brother went, dropped out. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only one that like went straight through 18, graduated. graduated. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I have, um, well, I'll tell you a little bit about me. Yeah. Um, I um, was born in Florida, kind of moved up the coast, ended up in Savannah mm-hmm. at six, lived there until I was about 26 and moved to Atlanta for my husband to go to school. And um, well, I, in the meantime, in college, met my husband at 19, got married at 20, which you have to tell the story about how you met your husband. Cause so he he elbowed me in the back of the head on the dance floor at a dance club in Savannah called Malone's. <laughs> and I was like, wait, did I just get hit? Um, and then I was like. <laughs> then he stalked her, y'all. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to talk about him stalking me another time. But it paid off because, like, yeah, um, sure. you know, we'll be married 31 years in December. Yeah, so we have three out. boys, um, 27, 22, and my youngest is 18. So he just graduated, yep. going away to college, you know. And I've had my three boys. I know because you have just the one that, you know, you've raised from birth. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some bonus children. I do have two bonus girls. They are lovely, Aaron and Alyssa, and my son's name is DJ. Um, so we're also going to talk about that in another episode. We're going to talk about blended families. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it is, it is I've never had that. In, um, so you're going to be the expert on that. Um, I'll do some research, but um, I definitely, you know, been traditionally married raised my kids, stay-at-home mom forever, um, went back to become a yoga teacher when my um, when my youngest was probably about 11. So we have really different perspectives in that respect yes. because I never had – I You worked always. You were I career. Worked, yeah, DJ and I were a two-man team, and so, yeah, yeah it was um, – And I worked and put my husband – when we had one, I worked while he went – like we got married, he was in the military. I finished college. He, I graduated. He got out of the military. He started college. We had a kid then. Yeah. And then when Garrett was born, then I worked. Jeff finished school. Then I got pregnant with our second one. And then we just did the math. Honestly, it wasn't even that. I mean, I wanted to stay at home, but it wasn't even that. Like, oh, it's so expensive. Daycare is so expensive. Oh, we, when we were like two kids in daycare, plus I would have had to commute an hour into right. you know into my right. job. And it was like, okay, I'm going to walk away with like, you know, hundred like, bucks a week. Well, like yeah, yeah, maybe. exactly. Like yeah. after dry cleaning gas, eating out, you know, paying for all the things that I could do if I was a stay at home I mean, and mom. a lot of family, look, a lot of families even, I mean, it's, <laughs> you can't just simply, I mean, daycare is ridiculous. Oh, enough. it's so, back then I was like, oh my God, two kids in daycare. Like, I mean, that's. Like That's I, it'll take salary. everything I it will take everything, everything that you earn that yeah. I earned. So we were like, well, I'll just stay at home. I um, went back then when my youngest was like eleven. Went to get my yoga teacher certification. Then not even thinking that I would ever teach. Fell in love with like yoga changed my life, which we'll maybe talk about in another um, episode. Health and fitness, definitely. And ended up um, teaching yoga. And then let's just go ahead and put the like talk about the elephant in the room about how we met oh yeah let's talk about it (laughs) because I mean it's like you know gonna we have to say so 
Um, then I ended up falling into a side makeup business yep. gig. Side gig, side hustle. Side yep. hustle Woo-woo, that ended hustle. up, yeah, like nothing I ever thought I would ever do. It has become like one of the biggest joys and blessings in my life. And that is how Alicia and I met yep, we had at a, a conference. Friend. We did. No, did we meet did we meet at the conference? We met in Nashville. Okay, okay. All right. Yes. For some reason I had I thought we had met at Tammy's studio before that. Nope. No, I'd okay. never had I've only been to her studio one time. So we have a mutual friend. We both were in at a conference put on by a leader in our um, company at the time that Alicia mm-hmm. was also um, a part of. Yep. And we um, just hit it kind off. of like hit it off, but yeah. like didn't even really connect. And I always, you know, we connected on Facebook and then I like joined your group. Yeah. Um, Alicia is a talented writer. I've <laughs> always been inspired by her words. Thank you. Thank you. And then it just ended up kind of like this whole evolution. I'd wanted to start a podcast for a long time about midlife because I knew all of the things I was facing. I'm like, surely yeah, someone just, else is feeling the same we way. We had some conversations about it. And she she asked me to co-host a, um, a little live talk on Clubhouse. And then um, she told me that she had... Uh, she had started a podcast with with another um, lady friend of hers, and that another just, broad, another another broad. That's right, <laughs> with this broad, and um, this broad. And, <laughs> and she, so you know, life circumstances change, and she couldn't. She just no longer could could do that. It just wasn't something that fit in her schedule anymore. And um, and so I asked her, like, I told her, hey, I've been thinking about doing this for about a year. I've been talking about it, and let's so let's just let's do just it. Do it. Let's and so we've already, just to give y'all um, a little background, like we've, you know, like been doing a lot of research <laughs> and then got everything all ready. We're going to sit down and we're going to record. <laughs> and then you know what? You need a headphone splitter. We ordered, we ordered equipment, we ordered, Alicia, we ordered like learned it. <laughs> and then we get down to like, we're sitting down. So we're I've got record. A, our six hour drive. I, mm-hmm. I drove six hours so that we could do this and we sit down to record. And, and then it's like, oh wait, we need a headphone splitter. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So we get into the car and we drive to the Best Buy. That's right. And then they're like, oh, I don't know if we have any of those. I'm like, I looked online. It said you had some. We looked some. at each other like, this is not no, going this isn't to be happened. the thing. That's but hey, we're here now, going. right? Yeah. All right. It worked out. They so. had one. We had to follow um, the very nice gentleman around the store to three different three locations. different places <laughs> three different places there's like, like nope it's not here okay let's, let's look here, here. no nope. and then third time is always the charm that's right and they had it and we checked out and came back and now here we're, we're here now yeah. we're here so now we're here. All right, so uh, hopefully you guys feel like you might know us a little bit. Um, you might identify with like being in midlife, whether you're actually technically in midlife. Like, you know, I'm not saying like if you took like, okay, I'm going to live to be 80 and I'm 40, that's right. midlife. But like midlife could be younger or older. It's it a state be, of mind. It's definitely a state, a state of mind. Of mind. I and think it's you're, you're coming out of those toddler sort of chasing the kids around age and kind of coming into maybe you have older kids or maybe you don't have children at all but you're just you're in that state where you've kind of come through you've waded through you've navigated through 
um, you know, the raising of your children and kind of the, the development of your marriage or your relationship. And, and now it's like, you know, you're at that point where either you're going to continue to sail in the direction that you've been sailing, or maybe you want to do something completely different. Mm-hmm. And you're just learning how to navigate those waters. So we're going to talk about lots of great things about this stage of life. We're going to talk about, you know, um, like we said earlier, blended families. We're going to talk about health and fitness. We're going to talk about taking care of your bodies. We're going to, or our bodies, not your bodies. Yeah. We're not going to take care We're of not going to. No, I don't want to take on that responsibility. We're not going to take care of your bodies. So <laughs> taking care of our bodies, we're going to talk about taking care of our skin. We're going to talk about plastic surgery. We're going to talk about. We're going to talk about taking care of aging parents. We are. Healthy boundaries with adult children. We've got a, like a topic matrix that's like enough for at least a year of podcasting. So. Yeah. So hang out with us. Continue yeah. to hang out with us. Um, huge we, thanks. Huge yes, thanks for we, tuning like, in. We are like actually giving you like a high five right now for um, listening to us. And of course, um, this is where the shameless plugs come in. But if you like what you heard, we would love for you to hit that subscribe button and then share this podcast with a friend who you think needs to like do listen wants to, to hang us. out with us. Yeah, yeah you don't even have to think they need it. Just ha- if 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 you if you laughed with us and you think that your friends will laugh with us too, then. Share Tell them it. to follow us. Tell them to follow us. Find us on Facebook. Yep. Um, find us on uh, Midlife Instagram. State of Mind podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Twitter and TikTok and Snapchat are coming because, you know, even midlife broads can um, get into the 20. 20- <laughs> we're not there yet, y'all. We're, we're, there getting, yet. There. we're getting there. Uh, like, we're getting there. I use Snapchat with uh, with DJ. He's he's because sometimes that's the only way he'll communicate with me. But TikTok, I haven't mastered that. We do have some friends. We're going to reach out. They're doing it really well. We're going to ask them for some advice. And we're going to also have guests. Um, so <laughs> like hopefully that we want this podcast to be fun. That's right. We want it to be um, informational, informational and educational. We want you to take something away from it. So we're going to be, um, you know, just sharing some takeaways um, pertaining to the topics that we talk about. So we don't want to just like entertain you. We also want to educate you. We're going to um, hang out. And then we're going to take over the world. But that's, that's right. going to be like in a couple like episodes in. So right. <laughs> hang around. Look, our mission is world domination. We're not yeah. denying it. So, yes. but we're going to have lots of great stuff. Each week we're going to, uh, we're going to post after this week. This is our intro episode. Um, each week we're going to be posting resources um, that you can, you know, maybe look at after the podcast. Things that'll help you kind of navigate all of these interesting topics that come into our lives during this midlife state. So um, come back, hang out with us, yeah. um, get into your midlife state of mind, and we'll we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.